When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Welcome to the Simply Vegan podcast, brought to you by the team at Vegan Food and Living, the UK's best-selling vegan magazine. For today's episode, we are joined by Bosch, otherwise known as Henry Firth and Ian Theesby. Hi guys, how are you? Hello, we're really good, thank you. Thanks for having us. Great to have you back. We last spoke in season three, episode two, which was quite a while ago now, so it's lovely to catch up. Um, for any, I mean, if you've been vegan a while, you will no doubt have heard of Bosch. But if you haven't, I mean, the list is endless when it comes to your credentials, isn't it? Cookbook authors, YouTubers, cookery show hosts, DJs. I mean, is there anything <laughs> that you guys don't do? Uh, we don't cook meat. Ah, well, there you go. Good. <laughs> That's a good thing, seeing as this is a vegan podcast. <laughs> what do you want to, for anyone who is new to veganism, do you want to just kind of... Um, introduce yourselves a bit and you know just sort of uh, give us a brief rundown of your story absolutely so um it, Bosch is Henry Firth me and Ian Theesby we've been mates for like two decades or something crazy like that we went to school together and we were flatmates and things and about six years ago Ian decided to go vegan on a health kick persuaded me with the help of the Cowspiracy movie, uh, I then went vegan as well. Uh, was absolutely shocked to realise what damage we were doing to the planet. And then we both kind of became shocked when we realised what we were doing to animals. Um, so not long after, we decided there weren't enough vegan recipes on the internet. There was lots of videos of people making, you know, chicken wrapped in bacon covered in cheese but there wasn't a vegan version of that and with our love of food a newfound love of vegan cooking and our kind of marketing and video background we decided to set up Bosch 
the biggest vegan recipe channel in the world and uh, now a line of products that you can buy in supermarkets and also a load of cookbooks. In fact, we've just hit our milestone, which we're really excited about, which is one million people have bought our cookbooks. Um, So that is our story in brief. That is amazing. I forgot about your supermarket range as well. I missed that out. Yes, it's fun. You can you can eat Bosch food even if you can't be bothered to cook. <laughs> exactly. Where is the range available? I did see it the other day, but can't remember where. Uh, well, that's the thing. We've got our we have many ranges under the Bosch banner. We've got um, ambient products, which is your kind of uh, your sh- store cupboard essentials. We um, have also got baked goods in the form of cakes, buns, and brioche bread. We've also got ready meals, um, and we're just about to launch Frozen. And the answer to the question of where they're available is that we are in every single UK supermarket. And hopefully, uh, in the not-too-distant future, we'll be in supermarkets abroad as well. That's just amazing. You're giving Derek Sano a run for his money now, aren't you? (laughs) Busy, busy bees trying to uh, constantly cook up new recipes and make delicious food available to people wherever they are. And with regard to the uh, Derek Sano thing, the thing is about the vegan movement, which we really, really like about it, is that there is no competition. Um, We are all just one entity just moving toward the goal of more plants of more plates so uh, Derek is an ally rather than competition absolutely definitely we love Derek and we love you guys too and yeah that's what I love about the vegan movement it's um yeah it's so inclusive and it's kind of like we're all working towards a common goal aren't we so let's talk about your new cookbook. It's all about cooking on a budget, isn't it? Which, I mean, it couldn't have come at a better time. Not only is it January where we're all broke, we're all like regretting spending so much on Christmas and all those nights out and restaurant meals and parties and whatever. Um, and of course, you know, with rising fuel costs and everything else, everyone's just kind of freaking out a little bit, aren't they, about their bank balances. <laughs> um, I mean, people think that veganism is expensive, isn't it? What would you say to that? Yes, it, it can be, actually. When, when you look at the new products that are hitting stores that are, you know, delicious products, you know, those burgers that came from America, the look and taste just like beef and now you've got the chickens and the tuners all of which are plant-based um those products actually can be quite expensive so when you are picking up those those essentially packets of food that say vegan on them you can end up spending quite a lot of money um but that does give people the misconception that vegan food is expensive because inherently naturally vegan food is absolutely cheap it's plants it's vegetables, it's fruits, it's legumes, it's seeds, it's nuts, it's whole grains, it's all of that good stuff that we'll all be healthier if we eat more of anyway. So what we want to do with Bosch on a Budget is to show people that the nuts and bolts of vegan cooking is super pocket friendly, all the more so if you do seasonal cooking. So if you try and get fruit and veg that's in season, that's going to make it cheaper. Um, and also if you do things like buying in bulk or batch cooking, there's so many ways to make vegan food super accessible, super affordable, and it's never been needed more than now. There was a study, wasn't there, that came out um, at the end of 2021 that actually concluded that, you know, a vegan diet is cheaper. So 
that's uh, that's good to have a bit of positive uh, mainstream news for a change. <laughs> yes, yes, absolutely. It's nice when the uh, the kind of propaganda stuff is in our favour rather than against us. Exactly. So let's hear your tips then. Name a few nutritious yet cheap meals that we can cook up this this month. Ooh, well, I mean, there is one. The first dish that springs to mind from the brand new book is the fiery beans chili. Okay, five bean chili. So the idea with that is that it's um, you've got lots of different types of beans, and uh, it's also got bulgur wheat in there as well. So you don't have to cook the grain separately from the chili, because ordinarily you would have a chili with rice. This time around, we've basically got the chili and the grain in one pot, and it's like it's basically brimming with really healthy, tasty veggies, which um, which basically get all bases covered. There's loads of protein in there. There's um, loads of vitamins that you need. And um, we also hit it with loads of tomatoes and different flavorings like Marmite for B12. So it's almost like a big, massive witch's cauldron full of really <laughs> that happens to taste incredibly good. Yum. That sounds amazing and a really good idea. Yeah, just sticking it all in one pot. Exactly. I, I bloody love beans. I mean, they're cheap, they're filling. What is not to love? Absolutely. I think that um, getting those store cupboard essentials like dried chickpeas, you know, or, or dried lentils, getting them into your cooking is a great way to save costs, save money, but also to mean, you know, you've got something healthy available whenever you need it because those things don't go off. You know, they'll last for absolutely decades. Also, if you're a fan of making hummus, your hummus is going to be so much better if you cook those chickpeas from scratch, uh, which we show you how to do in the book. Likewise, if you're making a curry like a chana masala, you know, typically what you'll find often in a cookbook in the UK for a, for a chickpea curry or a chana masala will be you take your tin of chickpeas, you pour that in a pan on top of some onions, you put in some tomatoes and you put in some spices and they call that chickpea curry. It's not very authentic. Um, so we really uh, spent a lot of time researching and, and, and looking at this and we found a way to make incredibly delicious, rich chana masala, cooking the chickpeas in their own liquid with some tea bags, with some bicarbonate of soda, believe it or not. And wow. then adding a load of spices, There's no need for a tin of tomatoes, um, yeah, but adding the perfect mix of spices and you get this incredibly rich, dark, flavoursome chana masala that is just like you'd get in an authentic Indian or Pakistani restaurant. I love I love your passion. You're talking with like your eyes closed. Like I'm just <laughs> visualising this chana masala and I want to eat it. I mean, it's uh, so delicious. We're very proud. <laughs> it's one of my favourite dishes, actually. But tea bags, I mean, that's amazing. I need to um, I need to look Absolutely, at this recipe. Yeah, yeah if you use um, tea and bicarb of soda, you're essentially kind of using some acidity, but you're also using some alkalinity, which is going to help you to cook the chickpeas perfectly, not dry out the chickpeas, but also add some flavour and a brown colour to the curry as well fantastic what store cupboard staples would you recommend then i know you mentioned marmite and chickpeas and beans and things like that um a few basics for anyone doing veganuary but also perhaps a few more unusual ones for people who have been vegan a while 
Well, um, I think it's really important for new vegans to consider their nutrition. And a good way to to get a lot of good quality nutrition in your diet is just to go straight to the fruits and veggies counter in the supermarket. So get a nice range of colors, you know, be that purple aubergines, red tomatoes, green spinach. Just get loads of those fresh veggies and then you are basically on your way to to feeling um, healthy. But we found that um, a lot of vegans... Where a meat eater will base their meal around the piece of meat that's on their plate, a vegan will more often than not ask the question, what will I have for dinner today? And it will be, shall I have rice, pasta, noodles, potato, um, or, or like a grain such as couscous or um, or one of those kind of things. So what we, what we try and tend to think is like if you've got your pantry and you've got some of those meal staples you can really build a meal around the bulk, um, but just as long as the, the bulk that you are building around um, has lots of lots of um, healthy stuff like the uh, like like the veggies. So yeah, um, that that basically is the answer there. <laughs> Fantastic. Things like um, nutritional yeast, I guess, um, new vegans might not have heard of. Do you cook with that very often? So we're absolute fans of nooch in fact you can get a bosch nooch uh, ah, in, yes. yeah some supermarkets in the uk which is great um yeah but do you know what i love doing with nooch right this is a tip for anybody who's who, who has a bit of nooch in their kitchen now i've always been a massive fan of pasta and pesto okay it's super basic but ever since i was you know 18 years old this was a go-to dish for me just loads of pasta with pesto but actually if you take pasta and let's say pesto or some kind of sauce and if you cover it with not only nooch which gives you that kind of parmesan flavor but if you add to it some lemon juice and some pepper you have the most incredible flavor topping for your pasta something about the kind of zippiness of the lemon and the umami of the nooch and that pepperiness of the pepper just upgrades any pasta dish yeah okay i like using it to make um vegan parmesan with like uh cashews and garlic nice and yeah i can't remember what else goes in there now but yeah just grind it all up and that's a good one um yes. what about batch cooking then how does this work i mean is it just literally a case of cooking like four times the amount you normally would and sticking it in the freezer? And what if you don't have a lot of freezer space? I've got friends and they've literally just got one of those tiny little strip freezers at the top of the, you know, at the top of the fridge. And it's like, how can you, how can you do it? <laughs> yes. Great, great shout. I mean, I would say that, yes, there are a few ways to do batch cooking. The, shall we say the Joe Wicks way is where you uh, cook all of your meals for the week and you leave them in the fridge and then you, you eat them Monday to Thursday. We're not into that. That's not what we recommend you do because I think what happens when you leave that food sat in the fridge for a few days, is it just goes a bit nasty and you don't yeah. want to eat it and it's kind of depressing. And, you know, you need to find enjoyment in your eating rather than depression so um <laughs> so we absolutely recommend the use of a freezer for batch cooking if your freezer is small then you're going to have to batch cook a little bit more often but you can still get economical with your freezer space so there, there's hacks you can use like um if you're let's say you're batch cooking the chili that Ian talked about before. Uh, you can think really carefully about the container or indeed the shape that you freeze that chili in to get the maximum storage space possible out of your fridge. In essence, what we're recommending is there's a few recipes in the book, 
like the chili or like our curries, where you can really cook a massive batch and then portion up and save those portions in the freezer. The thing about batch cooking is like, what you find is it might be a Wednesday night or a Tuesday night that you can't be bothered to cook that you end up getting a takeaway. And that's when those pounds rack up, right? Yeah. Both the physical pounds and the financial pounds. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so you want to save yourself time on that Tuesday and on that Wednesday. So if you have got some portioned up dishes in the freezer that you've already cooked, it's really easy and quick to heat and eat. So we really recommend that. We've got a number of batch cooking recipes in the book and it's a great way to save money. Yeah, brilliant. I need to do more of it because there's just never any food left. It all gets eaten. That's the problem. (laughs) (laughs) You need to cook more. Yeah, I need a huge cauldron. Yeah. (laughs) What about food waste then for people who are perhaps, you know, on their own or there's just a couple of them and, and you're cooking too much or, I mean, obviously we just talked about freezing things, but, you know, perhaps, I mean, I was doing a Riverford box for a while and every week they would be delivering all these bananas and we ended up with about 20 bananas. And I was just like, I don't have time to make banana bread. Um, what tips would you offer for using things up before they go bad? Oh, well, I mean, a lot of veggies um, can just be roasted and blended and turned into a soup. So that's a really good way to use up veggies. Um, another thing you can do is say if you've, even, even if you've just like prepped a roast dinner and you've got all your sort of peelings, like your carrot peeling and your parsnip peeling and your, and your sprout shells, you can just whack those in a pan and boil them off and turn them into a stock. So there is um, a lot of ways that you can to, to use um, things up so you don't go to waste. But I think the best thing to do is to write lists before you go to the supermarket. Like sort of plan what you're going to eat and go and write a list of the ingredients that you need to buy and then go to the supermarket and buy those ingredients and stick to the plan. Um, because that way you you save money because you're not buying stuff. And um, also you sort of stay on the beaten track. You don't just you're not like um, picking up that bag of sweeties or picking up that thing that you didn't think you were going to get. Um, so writing the list. Um, of the stuff that you're going to cook during out during the week is definitely the best way to uh, to, to 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 minimize food waste. Yeah, because those supermarkets are so good at making us spend money, aren't they? With their little offers and things. And um, but yeah, great idea for making soups and also sauces. I guess you could just mm-hmm. whiz up, blend up the veggies and for a pasta sauce or something. Absolutely, you can also you know if you've got some greens left over, it goes great in a smoothie. If you've got yeah. some bananas that are going off, chop it up into little chunks and put them in the freezer, again, using that freezer. I'd also say like fridge-aid recipes. So in the Boss on the Budget cookbook, we have got a whole section to help you fridge-aid. But what we mean by fridge-aid is to essentially freestyle a recipe. So rather than follow the recipe exactly, to realize that, oh, I can sub out some of the aubergine and maybe put in some courgette instead. Now, in order to do that, you have to know how to cook the courgette correctly. And that's why we've got a handy cheat sheet in Boss on a Budget to help you do that. Oh, that sounds brilliant. Because some people are so good at doing that. And I must say, it's one thing that I'm quite good at because I'm quite a creative person. You're a freestyler. <laughs> yeah. I'm not good at good, following good instructions you. and sticking yeah, to yeah, the yeah. rules. However, my mum can't cope with that. She has to have 100 grams of this. Whereas I'm like, no, I'm just going to chop it all up, throw it in and, you know, just use my instinct. So, which, Mm. you know, has its plus points, but also it could sometimes turn out as a complete disaster. Yeah, (laughs) totally. I feel you. (laughs) 
Um, I use, like I said, I use an organic veg delivery box, but that's not always um, affordable, is it, for, for some people? Where do you buy your fruit and veg from? And what would you say? Do you know, do you buy organic? Do you buy some organic, some not? Um, I mean, to be honest, the, the short answer to the question of where do we buy fruit and veggies from is just the supermarket. Uh, you just go to the supermarket and grab it from there because most big supermarkets are now have just got this wonderful array of fantastic veggies and um you know a lot of the veggies that you buy at the supermarket is super cheap as well um organic to be honest i i think that yeah if you can afford organic and, and, and you're really dead into that then feel free go for it but we, we don't make a massive point of eating only organic far from it in fact we just eat veggies and feel fitter now and healthier now than we ever have done before so i think that yeah if you can afford organic go for it but if not hey don't sweat it yeah i guess it's the environmental side of things isn't it if you're kind of um reading up on that which i did <laughs> unfortunately i'm like oh damn it now i've got to buy organic all the time <laughs> yeah. i think i think that the problem with organic is it's such a it's quite a vague hard to define term in that um you know you can't necessarily control what seeds have blown over into what field. And, and actually, you know, uh, when, it, for, for example, we were chatting to someone who runs a, a vegan pea protein brand um, and aims to have all of his uh, pea protein organic from organic peas. But actually, if you then test the pea protein, you'll often find even though it's been grown organically, doesn't qualify as organic because it has had some kind of pesticides finding their finding its way in through the air. So it's tough. I think it's a great thing to strive for. Um, but we understand that not everybody's able to do that. And at the end of the day, if you're eating vegan food, if you're eating plant-based food, you're already making such a big improvement to the environment um, that you can be proud of that on its yeah, own. That's a really good point. Thank you. I feel better now. <laughs> <laughs> What are you guys cooking for tea tonight? You don't live together anymore, do you? So I was going to ask you who, you know, do you take it in turns to cook, but you're not you're not in the same uh, household anymore. Ooh, uh, well, do you know what? I've actually got a good answer to that because we are making a couple of commercial videos for a brand and uh, I'm going to test out one of the recipes that we wrote today uh, to see if it works and tweak it uh, because we're filming it tomorrow. So, yeah, oh, cool. we're making a... Um, Actually, I can't tell you just yet, but it's a <laughs> great answer. Um, do you know what? So we are we are really living the brand at the moment. And so I have uh, some frozen five beans and grains chili in the freezer, which we made last weekend. And uh, we're going to be eating that today because we're so busy uh, that we have not got time to cook something proper. But that is an absolutely delicious meal. So I'm glad that it's in there. Brilliant. You can't go wrong with the chilli and you can stick all the things with it, can't you? Like the um, guacamole, salsa. Absolutely. Vegan creme fraiche. Yum. Yeah. Do you know what I like with the chilli? I like um, a big spoonful of hummus. Oh. Out there. Nice. That, that is out there. there. <laughs> if you tried it, you should definitely give it a whirl because uh, vegan sour cream isn't the easiest to come by, but uh, a, a little bit of hummus. The smoked hummus is the best, but have that on the side. Oh, delicious. Nice. I love smoked hummus. I think they do that in Morrison's, but I also have um, liquid smoke in yeah, that's uh, good my cupboard. And sometimes I stick some of that in the, the like cheap supermarket hummus. So, yeah, good tip. Oh, that's, that's a good tip. <laughs> it is. 
is. Just make your own smoked hummus with one drop of liquid smoke. Love that. See, I don't need you guys. I can yeah. just... <laughs> exactly. Well, finally, can you just name for anyone doing Veganuary a few of your favourite online resources? Of course, all your channels, you know, you're on everything, aren't you? YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, you're on Facebook? Yeah. 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 Um, but who are your, some of your favourite, um, you know, cooks or places to go for recipes and, and tips? Cool. So, yeah, you can find us at Bosch.tv. We're everywhere, you know, so you'll find us on the website, which is Bosch.tv, but also Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and now TikTok. It's all kicking off on TikTok nowadays. Oh, yeah. you've gone back to the dark side. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got to do it, man. So um, so that's us. I mean, we, we both have different favorites. Um, I, I love uh, and always have loved uh, Jamie Oliver's approach to flavor. So, you know, now he's doing more plant-based things. That's really cool. Um, but also, you know, we, we're big fans of people like the Happy Pear and Gaz Oakley and Rachel Ammer. We actually had her on our cooking show, Living on the Veg, and uh, she's an incredible cook. I love her. Yeah, I'd definitely echo all of them. I'd also throw in, uh, there's a young chap called Chez Georges, who who Mm specialises in Asian cuisine, and oh my God, some of his recipes look absolutely delicious. I've made a couple, and they are truly fantastic. Um, You have uh, Maxwell Manor, who's very good. Um, so vegan obviously they've been in the game almost as long as we have and they're brilliant um there is there, there's so many to choose from yeah. how can i forget the plant boys the plant, the plant boys, boys. there's like nine lads all of them cooking various vegan recipes uh, various different cuisines and uh, yeah they're really doing good things online at the moment as well yeah they're fun i've never heard of them go check them out heard yeah it I'll get Googling after this. Well, thank you so much, guys. It's been so nice to catch up with you again. And hopefully perhaps another year we'll have you back on and you'll be up to other things. Who knows? That would be amazing. Fingers crossed. (laughs) Thank you so much. The book is out now, isn't it? The book is out now. You can get it. Um, It's actually really nice if you can to actually go into a bookshop. You know, if we can support local bookshops, I think that's a fantastic thing. And you might find another nice book in there as well. But you can, of course, get it online. Um, You can either get it at Waterstones, where we have a signed edition, or go to the big evil bookshop and (laughs) shop of everything whose name shall not be mentioned. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, go to your local bookshop, guys. Don't use the, uh, yeah, don't use that. that website that place oh thank you what a pleasure thanks for having us planning for your next trip Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.
Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bolin Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bolin Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bolinbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.